Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour. I'm so glad you're joining me here today for the Workouts for Older Men podcast. It's day number 77 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. I'm here for 77 days in a row, giving you the information, the inspiration to take your body, your, your mind, your life, your habits to the next level, your health, energy, longevity, now that you're a little bit older. And in this podcast, I want to talk about the best chest training tips when you're older. The best chest training tips when you're older. Maybe you didn't know. There's so much detail involved. You don't just push the dumbbells or the barbell up and down and uh, concentrate on the chest. You mean there's more to that? Yeah, I'm going to give you the best chest training tips when you're older in this podcast and a lot more. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip Lacour. So glad you're joining me for today's Workouts for Older Men podcast. It's day number 77 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. And in this podcast, I want to give you the best chest training tips when you are older. The best chest training tips when you are older. Big, round, full chest what a lot of men want, whether you're younger, you're older, or something in between, your chest, all right? Uh, it's probably the second most uh, sought-after body part, probably after arms, that uh, men are looking for. And so I want to give you some uh, chest training tips uh, so you can uh, you know, develop that a little bit more effectively. I want to give you my years of experience, uh, not only going through the process and you know, just wanting to be the best, best, best as a drug-free bodybuilder, but also helping other men, uh, answering their questions, feeling what they're feeling, and, and observing, uh, you know, uh, taking a lot of video of myself, all right, way before Facebook and, and YouTube and when it was, you know, tough to get videos up on the Internet. You had to be determined and kind of know what you're doing. Uh, you couldn't just take out your phone and then post it from the gym, <laughs> And 4K quality uh, on the Internet, it took a lot of steps. So uh, I would have to position the cameras, uh, sometimes two cameras going on through my workouts as I was preparing from different angles and, and then editing. So I just watching myself and then helping other people. So a lot of thought over the 31 years has gone into uh, not only my own chest training and, and development and learning more about it, uh, watching myself, observing myself, but teaching and presenting it in videos and uh, as I coach men. As I coach men, now as they go through their fitness journeys with me, a lot of times what they'll do is uh, they'll do a set of their chest, whatever body part, just sending me through the phone, and I can virtually train them like a personal trainer, like I'm right there with them uh, just through those images. And sometimes I amaze myself, wow, wow, you notice a lot of stuff, right? Because it's like right when you get in it, right, and then you just start rattling off, I'll do over the phone as I'm watching uh, the video that they showed me. Sometimes I impress myself all the things that I can just see from these images and help them out. So let's talk about these best 
chest training tips when you are older. All right, number one, you got to remember overload. It's all about overloading the muscle. Every set after you warm up thoroughly, after you warm up thoroughly, should I say that again? After you warm up thoroughly, right, you're physically, but also mentally, emotionally ready to do the challenging set. Overload, progressive overload, uh, five more pounds, one more rep. Better form, feel, and execution when that tops out. Right? You got to do better than last time. All right, and that's gonna, it's gonna, after a while, it's, you're not gonna make the leaps and bounds with weight or reps, right? But you know, when you get to those higher and higher levels, just it just felt better, right? You just concentrated more. So it's taken to that higher, higher level. That's important that I say that because it, it, when you do your chest routine and, and you line it all out, there shouldn't be a lot of pyramid up or warm up sets. Uh, for the first exercise, and then you warm up again to your maximum weight on the next exercise, and then you warm up again for a few couple sets until a couple sets of overload. So really, you may have done four exercises. Uh, two of them aren't uh, overload after you've warmed up. It's the last, so two warm-ups, pyramid up, and then two of what you consider your, your heavy sets. And then you do two warm-ups, and then you do what you consider the overload sets. And then you do two warm-ups again for the third exercise, and then two, having I mean, maybe on the fourth one. So really, you did eight sets. Well, that part's great. And they're all the overload sets. But you also did, you know, two more warm-up sets, you know, that weren't overload before that, times the four exercises. So you did eight that weren't at its maximum. And I understand the first one you want to warm up, but your chest is warmed up. You may not be necessarily comfortable with the movement and there's things that you can do to get mentally ready without exerting warm-up sets but half of that workout was less than overload right that i just mentioned four exercises four sets each two of them were pyramiding up right so you got to remember overload also as you train in even if you're doing the traditional bench press or incline uh, bench press or with dumbbells uh, flat dumbbell bench press uh, incline dumbbell rest press or decline whether you use dumbbells or barbells or you can even do those with uh, a machine all right uh, so uh, so it, it's it's overload there but but at the same time you know you you want to make sure that you don't do a lot of duplication of the different exercises right as you do overload all right so you don't want to do a lot of sets that are less than overload Right? But you also, you know, you don't have to do eight different chest exercises, right? Incline, flat, maybe a decline, all right? And then once you do that, you don't have to, you know, do uh, four different incline exercises, four different flat, uh, three different decline or whatever, have a combination. More isn't better. You know, a lot of guys, and you see this all over uh, YouTube, they want to separate the chest from upper, middle, lower and I, I really think you should have a variety of different angles but I, you can't just form the chest muscle like clay it, it's it we're all shaped differently you maximize it hedge your bet with all three different angles right but you're not uh, you're not just shaping with those exercises I mean you can see some of the top bodybuilders and fitness people in the world who've been doing it a long time and they lack upper chest or they don't have that sharp decline or it's not round and full like Arnold's was and it's not because they didn't do a decline. It isn't because they didn't do an incline or a dumbbell pullover for upper chest. It's just how their chest is shaped. So remember that. You want to hedge your bet, but you don't have to do all these 
duplications of a lot of different exercises. What I would suggest is like, so a typical chest routine. Okay, maybe uh, two flat exercises. So barbell bench press or on a machine that, you know, simulates that movement, all right, or dumbbells. So two flat, one incline, and then maybe a decline. So you have four different exercises. And then maybe three sets each, not even that. That's 12, 12 sets. That's plenty, all right? Or you can do uh, two inclines, right? So an incline uh, barbell, an incline dumbbell, one flat. That can be dumbbell or flat, and then maybe a decline, all right? So four exercises, uh, you know, you hedge your bet with flat, incline, and lower, but it's really what you put out of it. So there's no need for a lot of different exercises, like you might think. And, and you know, getting back to the, the first point I was saying is that, so you've got to remember, you know, weight training is for overload, right? So there's certain exercises that make you feel good. It's like a stretch. It's, it feels good, like cables and things like that. You might rep it out, and you see that in magazine. It does feel like a pump, but that's not necessarily overload. Uh, some exercises like flies, it's tough to widen out like that to overload. You want to be safe. But if you're not overloading, if you think you're, you know, developing your, you know, the side of your chest or your inner pec when you do it, you know, uh, that's not what it's doing. Like I said, it feels good. It's not like you're doing yourself harm, but it really it's about overload. You know, flies, I know they feel good. Cables, those are relatively safe, right? But it's it's really tough to get enough weight to, you know, push it down. That's a lot of guys, you know, they like the pump of it, but that's not overload. I'm not saying don't do them, but you know why you're doing it. It's for overload. Dumbbells. Dumbbells, stretching yourself way out there with heavyweight to overload. You're, you're not using that heavyweight if you're safe to overload. It's really to get it done. So, um, you know, flies are an exercise that you might want to consider. And they, like I said, if you want to do them to feel good, but remember the purpose of uh, the weight training to build this chest, you know, is the overload, all right? So flies probably aren't the best or uh, exercise to get that overload. And even if you did, that wouldn't be safe. A lot of guys, they kind of turn it into like a press anyway. All right. So hand position is very important. Hand position on the bar or what you would do with your dumbbells. Now, it, it's important that your hand position, just say you're doing an incline barbell bench press or a flat barbell bench press. All right. If you get it out too wide, you know, that'll shorten the movement. Maybe you can lift more weight, right, from the top position to your chest and then push it up. If you go wider, you know, that you know, the angle might be a little less. Maybe you can do more weight. I'm not sure, uh, depending on, you know, your skill level, right? But the wider you go, the more pressure you have on your shoulders where, you know, if you're trying to work the chest muscle for gains, you're not a power lifter. You got to make sure you don't stress out those shoulders, especially as you're older. Right, so the proper grip is just slightly more than shoulder width apart to clear your body, not too wide. All right, and you want to feel that coming down uh, in your chest. All right, so the dumbbell position would be the same. You can, you, you know, you can, the, at least when you grab the barbell, you, your hand has to stick in that position. But dumbbells, they can really swing out wide. You want to keep them nice and tight in. All right, so that hand position is, is no more than slightly more than shoulder width apart. Help you feel it in your chest and not in your shoulders, right? You know, if for some reason you have it in too closely, then you're going to feel it too much in your triceps, right? So that may be something that you might, it might be tough to grab it uh, too close on the bar, but the dumbbells might move in too close, so you're feeling it too much on the triceps. So play with that, that hand position. 
the elbow position, all right, the elbow position throughout the movement. It's really important. You know, so it, it, with your body straight up in the elbow position, let's say if you just had your, your arm out perpendicular, right? So halfway, if you're standing up, right, put your arm straight out, that's a 45, 90-degree uh, angle, right? And so halfway would be 45 degrees. So as you're, you know, lying down and decline, a flat and incline, right, uh, you want to, that, that angle of your elbow, right, you can't let it flare out too much, certainly, you know, not more than 45 degrees. It's actually slightly less than 45 degrees, and you play with that. Be cautious of it. Just don't move the weight from the bar and the weight from point A to point B. It's slightly less than 45 degrees, and feel that. And make sure both arms, uh, they won't, with a lot of, lot of men, uh, one arm is at one angle, the other arm is at the other angle. Check that out, and I'm going to take a video of yourself. But it's slightly less. Play with that. I mean, just moving it slightly out, it feels totally, uh, totally different. So I want you to, you know, play with that. All right. So that uh, elbow position is slightly less than 45 degrees. Uh, when you bring the bar down to your chest, right on the bottom position, and you know the same thing, even though there isn't a bar uh, with the dumbbells, right? You want to bring the bar right underneath your pecs, right? Not in the middle of your pecs, certainly not upper near, closer to your collarbone, right? Not in the middle of your pecs, slightly underneath. That's the position down on the chest, all right? So, uh, and then here's, here's, here's another tip is that, you know, you might think or it feels like you push the bar straight up and bring it straight down, straight up and straight down. But actually the movement is on... On the on the way up, it's going to be a slight banana movement. So on the bottom, where the bar or where the dumbbells would be, the bottom position, it would be underneath your pet. All right. But at the top, there's a banana movement. So at the top of the movement, at the top of the movement, it's now towards the middle of your chest. So it kind of moved maybe four inches it, in a banana, uh, a curve from the bottom to the top, and then taking it down from the top to the bottom. It's not a straight up and down line. You know, it's it's that 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 curved angle, that banana movement as I call it. All right. So you, you want to make sure you feel that's next level little tip there uh, on the movement because you might see it, might feel it as it's going straight. But again, this is really it's not about a power lifting move. This is about to stimulate more in the chest. Uh, you know, you should check that out, play with that and feel that. Right, more again, the best stress training tips when you are older. Right, um, one other thing is you know, the chest, the man boobs. Um, a lot of men, even if we weren't getting carry fat there when we were younger, it seems like we carried a little bit more there. It, it's tough to get that fat out. So, there are no chest exercises that are going to you know, target and, and uh, spot remove. Uh, that chest fat, right? It doesn't work that way. Uh, but even if you're lean, when you when you get even more lean, all right, you'll be surprised how that that fat on uh, on the chest, even if it's slight, how it goes away and how your chest just totally pops out. So you want to make sure that under, you understand that it doesn't matter what chest routine, how often you train it, all right, how many reps that you do, it's not going to help you lose the man boobs or even get your chest more ripped. It's going to be through your diet. All this weight training, what it does, 
You know, it doesn't spot remove fat. It just, you know, builds the muscle underneath. And again, if you're already lean, you might say, no, I'm lean. And some, I was reading on uh, a group and someone posted your chest and a lot of guys were saying, oh, you look great for your age. You know, you just look great. And he did look great. But that, he, he wanted to know how he got leaner. And so they gave him a lot of different routines, do this, do that, do whatever, right? And it's just about getting lean, even though he was lean and a lot of people would love to have a chest like him. A lot of people would love to be that lean. But if he wants that chest to pop out, you'd be surprised even getting leaner. Uh, that's 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 the only one that that's the only way uh, to do it, right? So getting lean will really uh, uh, show off your hard work, and you know that even though we're talking about dieting, though we're talking about getting lean, uh, you notice I didn't say hey to get a ripped chest or lean chest or to get rid of your man boobs, you should do this type of chest routine because that's not going to do it. But getting lean, all this all this work that I uh, tell you about all these uh, next level tips, best training tips when you were older. Uh, you know they're going to really show the leaner you are, even though you're you're lean, right? Getting that, get rid of that, getting rid of that stubborn chest fat. All right. So again, if you're already lean, but you just need to get leaner, you'll see all your hard work underneath that body fat. All right. So you know those are some tips. Um, you always want to make sure that you really control the weight on the way down in the movement, too, and explode up. All right, that's always helpful uh, with chest uh, or any uh, body part training, too. Again, so um, overload is important, right? It, overload is important, so really, really remember to pick the exercises that you choose that are designed for overload and not feel. You know, a good dumbbell press, a bench press, whether it's on a machine, dumbbells or barbell, maybe more than a fly or cables, that, that a fly-type movement, all right? Uh, there's no need for a lot of different exercise. Cover your bases uh, with the, you know, the flat, the incline, maybe a decline, but you don't have to do several of all of those, all right, uh, to, uh, to uh, chest. It, it, it's all one muscle. You can't separate them. A lot of the time it's genetic, all right? So you want to uh, make sure you, you do that. Also, that hand position slightly more than uh, shoulder width apart. Same thing with the, the dumbbells. Uh, too far out is going to be uh, trouble for your shoulders. Too close in, a lot, a lot of triceps, right? Uh, that elbow position, a little slightly less than a 45-degree angle. You're going to need to play with that. You want to bring uh, the bar down, uh, right? Not in the middle of the chest on the bottom movement. You want to put it uh, right below the pecs. And then that banana movement on the way up and on the way down, so it may be under the pecs at the bottom of the movement, but at the top, it's mid-chest. And do that slowly, right? Control the weight on the way down. Uh, two, get that negative involved. And then also, uh, getting lean really shows off your hard work. So those are some best chest training tips when you are older. I hope that's helpful. Hey, always reach out to me. Um, a lot of guys uh, listening to this podcast are reaching out to me. They want some one-on-one -on -one attention. Uh, they know that I have the information for them. They don't want to listen to all these podcasts. I can explain to them exactly what they need to know and uh, get them going with the diet and training program. All right? So just reach out. We can talk and see if it's a good fit for you. Also, make sure you go to WorkoutsForOlderMen.com, WorkoutsForOlderMen.com. We've got a lot of workouts, uh, motivation, uh, nutrition advice, and a members-only website. Uh, just go there, fill out that questionnaire, tell me all about you, and uh, I will read those all personally and issue a username and password. And if you really play all out and fill out the questionnaire, 
I could even text you or give you a phone call, right, and maybe just give you some direct help. So go to workoutsforoldermen.com. All right, so that's going to do it uh, for the best chest training tips when you're older and this podcast number uh, 77 in the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. Let's take on a day with a sense of urgency. We have to when we're a little bit older. We've got more time behind us than we do in front of us. Have a great day. 